This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh here on The Fan from the Gene Weiner Plumbing Studio. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Packer and Badger running back Gary Ellerson in the house as well. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is from Sports Info Solutions. Our guy Matt Manichirian joins us. Good afternoon, Matt. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hang it in there, Matt. Uh, all right, so you got your book uh, out again uh, last year. We've already got our hands on it, the SIS, Sports Information Solutions Football Rookie Handbook. Uh, for people that haven't got their hands on it yet, you can go to sportsinfosolutions.com and uh, get it there through a download, or if you want to get the, the paperback book, I guess you could probably do that too. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what separates your draft guide from all the other draft guides that are out there, Matt. Oh, well, I appreciate you asking that. Um, well, a couple of things. Number one is my background is as an NFL scout, so pretty often you don't get these scouting guides that are really coming from NFL scouts, um, and that's what we put together here is you get all these scouting record, reports. They're based on the way I did things with the Saints and with the Browns under guys like Mickey Loomis and Ryan Pace and Mike Lombardi where we're breaking down the traits and the projections for what these players are going to be on NFL teams, not just rounds and kind of media stuff. So that's, that's part of it. The other part is Sports Info Solutions and what we do that's really special, which is break down, you know, the quote-unquote analytics. But what we're doing is really trying to use the performance information from college football players. We break down every college football game that's played on intricate detail, and we use the data that comes from these games, what's happening there, to frame some of our analytics breakdowns. So you get the NFL-style scouting report and the cutting-edge analytics that NFL teams are using, and it's all right here in one book. Yeah, but and I also you you got to have that inside information, don't you? Oh, I mean, we got tons of inside information. <laughs> um, you know, we we show up into in uh, Indianapolis in February for the combine, and we give out uh, copies of the books to the teams, just like we send one to you guys. Right. Uh, but certainly, there's other stuff that you know the paying customers get get a little bit extra. As they should, obviously. No question about it. When you look at this draft uh, for where you are with the Green Bay Packers uh, at the bottom of the first round now, everybody likes to say, well, this is a very, very talented first round. I've been kind of an advocate, Matt, at this point of saying, I just don't know how much of a talent difference there's going to be for a lot of these positions between the end of one and the first ten, let's say, in the second round of a team wanted to move up uh, to that pick where the Packers are at the bottom of one. How do you view the bottom of the first round? Yeah, I think you're pretty spot on there. When you kind of tear out this draft, I think you have the top three picks that I think are in a league of their own. And for me, that's Chase Young, the number one player in the draft, I think by everybody's measure. And then Joe Burrow and Tua. 
um, for me, who despite injury concerns is right there. Then you get into your whole Isaiah Simmons, Jeff Okuda, kind of these really special players, guys that we grade out as future pro bowlers. And then you get to somewhere around the 10 or 15 range, and then you get into that next tier. And I think you're absolutely right. Once you get to that level, there's kind of a big group of, you know, maybe the, the 20th best player in the draft to the, the 40th best player in the draft. But those guys are all pretty clustered together, where you're talking about getting starting-level players, but maybe not difference-making players in terms of really uh, transforming a position group that, that, that's not already struggling to begin with. No, I mean, you start looking at the Green Bay Packers because, of course, that's what we're mostly focused on here. And, and I think they have a lot of needs in this draft. When you look at wide receiver, I think they need someone to go with Devontae Adams. If you look at defensive line, they didn't really have a, a defensive lineman that made a huge impact for them. I think they need a guy there. They let um, the inside linebacker go in Blake Martinez. Now they pick up Kersky in, in free agency, but I still think they need a linebacker there. What's your thought on the Packers and their needs and, and guys where they may have a chance at at thirty? Yeah, I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of uh, you know not drafting for need for drafting for best player. But since you bring it up, uh, one thing we do in the book is we break down all the team needs of each NFL team. And when you look on the Packers team page, you see they're incredibly strong at quarterback and running back, really good on edge and in in the secondary at cornerback in particular. But the big holes last year were wide receiver and linebacker. And certainly I think, I think it's an upgrade going from Blake Martinez to Christian Kirksey. Uh, not to, not to disparage Blake Martinez, but he's a guy that got a lot of tackles, but not a lot of very valuable tackles. We have a stat called adjusted tackle depth plus that looks at where you're making your tackles based on for your position, where you're lined up, where the play was, what is intended direction. How did you do above or below average? He was way below average in terms of where he was making his tackles, despite the fact that he racked up a whole bunch of them. But I digress. Um, I do agree with you that wide receiver is the big position. you got to get some weapons there. I don't think Devin Funches does it, and I think there are tons of guys at receiver in this draft. This is a deep draft at wide receiver, so you could go in the first round, you could go in the second round, you can go in the third round, and you'll get players that will contribute for the Packers this year. Let me ask you this. What, what's your thoughts on Jonathan Taylor if he's available at 30? You know, I'm not too a high, fan. too high. For me, I don't think there's a first round running back this year. You know, with Josh Jacobs, I'm never going to be a big advocate for drafting first round running backs. I was in New Orleans when we drafted Mark Ingram. He's been a heck of an NFL player. I still wouldn't have liked to use that first round pick on him. Um, that we did right there. So I'm not a big fan of it in general. I really do believe that uh, that's not going to be the thing that's going to be a difference maker between a, a championship team and, and, and somebody else. Uh, that said, he's a great player. I think there are four really good players in this draft. I would take him in the second round. I think that, that uh, he's there. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is there. Uh, Swift from Georgia is certainly up there. And Dobbins from Ohio State. Those are the four guys that I think are all kind of very good players, just not, not anybody that's Josh Jacobs where you have to go reach for them. Let's talk a little bit. I want to go back to what you said about, about your stat on, on tackles and, and where these guys are tackled. So can you explain that stat a little bit, how you come up with it, and then as far as like where Blake Martinez may have ranked around the rest of the NFL, and I'm going to give you like a hundredth question on top of this, uh, as far as how much weight do you put on who's in front of these linebackers uh, as far as trying to stop the run before you know that, that ball carrier gets to the linebacker? Yeah, so these are all really good questions, and these are the questions we're asking every day in our, in our kind of research and development operation. So 
Um, Blake Martinez is actually part of the reason why we had, we created this metric because we actually have a, a Packers fan, one of our analysts, John Shirley. He does incredible work, and from watching the Packers a lot of the time, you know, he knew that there was a lot of kind of confusion about what is the value of Blake Martinez. So we started looking into it in, in a few different ways. One way we broke it down is what I talked about: adjusted tackle depth. So what we're doing there is we could say his average depth of tackle is five yards past the line of scrimmage, but that's not make, taking into account what, what ATD Plus does, which starts off with what, uh, what players are on the field. So is the offense in 11 personnel? Is the defense in nickel? It's starting off with that. Then it's taking the run direction of the play. Was this uh, a play to the front side A-gap where you expect Blake Martinez to be, or did he make a play in the backside D-gap where, where he just made a great play running it down? Uh, that's the second thing that goes into there. And, and then uh, the third one is, is kind of um, based on the specific play call. We look at relative to expectation how, where the tackle is made. So it doesn't make sense to look at it necessarily as he made this tackle four yards down the field. It's where do we expect that to be made. And then we do some adjusting to make sure if somebody has you know, a tackle 30 yards downfield, they're not getting inappropriately dinged for it. So anyway, a whole bunch of stuff goes into that metric. That's kind of one thing. The other thing that we look at where – Martinez is kind of more average, but still not, uh, not a top-tier player, is tackles above expectation. So that's looking at all those same inputs and saying we would expect a player playing middle linebacker for the Packer, Packers to have made 8.3 tackles in this game. Here he made eight tackles in the game in actuality, or he made nine. That was above expectation. So you look at the amount above or below expectation, that gives you a better number than just the raw tackles totals. And then the final thing is what you were talking about, and that's what we try to take into account in our total point system. So our total points is our final value metric for linebackers that kind of tries to take in all this stuff into account, and we break it down by run plays and pass plays, so pass coverage, pass rush, and in the run, what everybody does on all these plays. So just to pull out a linebacker, for example, I'll pull out our number one weak side linebacker in the book, no surprise, that's Isaiah Simmons. Sure. Um, when you look at where he looks in some of these uh, stats, he is top in adjusted tackle depth plus. So 100 would be average. He's a 128. That means he's 28% above average. Um, in run defense total points, he was number one with 34 points saved. That's basically trying to say literally he was worth 34 points taking away from opposing offenses in run defense. Pass coverage total points, he had 29 points saved, which also led – the country, and then in total points, so that's combining them all together, he saved 76 total points, um, and that takes into account all the things that we were talking about, the number of tackles over expectation, where those tackles occur, as well as all the context for what's going on around him. Well, then let's talk about the linebackers that may be there at the end of the first round for the Green Bay Packers, Murray and Queen, both guys that could be there for the Packers possibly when they get uh, their pick down there at 30. How do those two guys stack up versus what they have in Kirksey right now and the other guys on this roster? Uh, we like those guys a little bit. Um, I think that Kirksey's probably kind of going to be going to be the clear leader there going into it this year. Queen's a guy that we think is is more of a, a two down starter than an every down guy, as at least in, in his early years coming into the league. So we could, we'd have him a little bit lower. Um, when you talk about uh, him, a uh, guy that's all over the place in terms of his play speed, gets around the field, he, he makes plays everywhere. But just in terms of the ability to be functionally strong in the box. And shed. Obviously, uh, Mike Pettin hasn't put a big premium on that, but uh, then again, that really came back to haunt them 
against the, the Niners in the playoff game, of course. Um, who else were you asking about? Uh, just those two, just Murray uh, and Kenneth Murray and uh, Queen. Those were the only two. Uh, what about yeah. – go ahead. No, yeah, Murray, Murray's our top Mike linebacker, so a little bit of a different player here, a little bit somebody more that can play – kind of inside and navigate the trash between the tackles a little bit more. A great range guy, not to say I'm not trying to take away anything in terms of his speed, also a guy that can run, but um, we like Murray a little bit more. We think he comes in as a three-down starting Mike um, in slots, and I think, I think he would be a good value at number 30, although in terms of uh, you know position scarcity, I might look somewhere else. What about Zach Bond, a local kid here that was played uh, at Brown Deer High School, went on to play for the Wisconsin Badgers, uh, how do you view Zach Bond in this uh, draft? I don't think people realize how good a pass rusher Zach Bond is. Um, you know, he's not your prototypical kind of edge. This is a, this is a different kind of looking player when when you stack things up. But when you look in terms of the total value metrics that we were talking about, we had him as our top ranked edge in terms of run defense total points, and we had him up there. He's number six in terms of his pass rush total points amongst edges. So, no, he's not Chase Young. Um, he's not an Epinefsa-type rusher, uh, but he's somebody that had a lot of production out there, brings some versatility. Um, you could see, uh, you know, the Belichicks of the world getting excited about using a player like this that can kind of make plays at all levels of the football field. Um, not, you know, so not the, the prime number one top athlete that we're talking about, an edge bender like that, but somebody that I just think has so much versatility and has been nothing but a good football player throughout his career. Okay, so now the next question I have is, uh, as we're talking with Matt Manicherian of Sports Info Solutions, uh, and make sure to get the SIS Football Rookie Handbook now at sportsinfosolutions.com. You can download it uh, or maybe get the paperback copy as well. The other position, obviously, that we have been talking about is obviously wide receiver down there at the end of the first round. The other one that has come up uh, in the past has been uh, offensive line and offensive tackles uh, maybe something to consider. They did bring Rick Wagner in, obviously, relatively cheap for a couple of years to replace Bulaga, who they lost. Uh, Josh Jones is an offensive tackle from Houston that might be sitting there at 30 for the Packers. Yeah, so let's start off at tackle because uh, you bring it up. There are four guys at tackle that I think really kind of separate themselves in this draft, guys that, that I wouldn't hesitate to take in the teens or in the 20s if they're there. That's Andrew Thomas, Jedrick Wills, Tristan Worfs, and Mekhi Becton, those last two guys being the workout wonders that we saw at the Combine. Uh, all my rankings are before the Combine. They're based on what happened on the football field. So those were not um, you know, aberrations there. Josh Jones, I think, is a really interesting guy. I think he could be there at number 30. If any of those guys are available, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping out of my chair. I'm, you know, What are they doing? They were supposed to do the boats with the draft right. cards. If there are no boats this year, however you're getting that card in, I'm getting that up there as fast as I can to protect Aaron Rodgers. But Josh Jones, I think, is a guy who kind of separated himself from, from the pack a little bit at the Senior Bowl. He had a really nice performance there. He locked it down, good quick feet, really a true left tackle, um, not somebody that's going to be a power player or somebody who's maybe going to walk in and be a, a complete finished product. But I think he's a guy that's, that's an eventual left tackle starter, maybe not the best fit for what the Packers are looking for trying to replace Balaga. But if you think about things in terms of we don't need a left tackle, we need a right tackle, we need two left tackles, basically. Um, I think I think that if that's how you approach kind of protecting Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, then I think this is a guy that fits that, that pass-pro skill set uh, more so than the run-blocking stuff. As far as the wide receivers, Judy and Lamb should be long gone before uh, – 
the Packers pick, but there are a lot of guys that could really help this team. Um, if Justin Jefferson, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Rager, uh, if any of those three guys, and I'll throw LaVisca Chenault and T. Higgins into the mix too, uh, you go seven deep there at wide receivers that I think are really worthy of first-round picks, certainly the first five guys. So, I mean, if, you, if you're lucky enough to find Jefferson, Ruggs, Rager um, still around, I've heard a lot of buzz for Ruggs recently, but who knows? We saw D.K. Metcalf drop all the way. Uh, in later into the second round last year. So depending on where all these guys shake out, I'd be sitting there and having my eyes on those, those seven guys um, with, with a little extra kind of saliva if, if one of those top five somehow slips to me. There he is, Matt Manicherian, SportsInfoSolutions.com. Go get the uh, Sports Info Solutions Football Rookie Handbook today. We always use it for our draft show. We'll be doing our draft show again this year with Bill Michaels and Gary Ellerson coming up on day one of the draft. Thanks so much for coming on, Matt, and uh, continued success. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And one thing, there's no, uh, there's no online edition, but it is print on Amazon.com. You can go get it today. Perfect. Make sure to go do that. Thanks so much. There is Matt Manicherian, SportsInfoSolutions.com on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion outgrown your home, the Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. And Gary Ellerson, as it's getting nicer and nicer, we're talking about maybe getting up at around 60 this weekend and people are enjoying the outside. And now would be a good time to put some new windows in your house so you're all ready to rock and roll as it gets into the 70s and 80s. You can open up those windows and, and enjoy some beautiful air. Yeah, you can. And, you know, everybody's talking about it's COVID-19 and, you know, spacing and staying away from people and that. Well, here's what my good friends over at Pella Windows and Doors are doing. Guys, they are running virtual appointments right now. Customers only have to click on one link. Go to PellaWI.com. Not a lot of people are doing this. These are virtual appointments where you can set your appointments up. You can talk to the people, and they, they are right there uh, in your face. Go to, go to PellaWI.com. And, guys, listen. Here's also what they got. Any appointment schedule and so during this stay-at-home time will receive an additional 5% over and above current offers. The additional 5% over and above all offers will be in effect as long as the safer-at-home orders for the state of Wisconsin are in place. Guys, go check them out right now. PellaWI.com. Check them out today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 